Welcome to the John and Steve Show. I'm Steve, across from the table, as always, once a month, which is how often we've been doing this show, on a good month, uh, Johnny Testa. What's up, John? What's going on? Uh, We got our buddy Mike sitting in, too. I don't know if he's going to say a whole lot. He's a pretty reserved guy, but he's sitting in. He's hanging out. We just got done doing uh, wrapping up another fantasy football draft, and uh, now we're on to the podcast. Uh, Football. Yeah, you've never been much of a football guy. Nope. They begged and pleaded. For you to put pads on when you were in school, everything short of buying you a Lexus, like they like they do for these kids now, and uh, and you wouldn't do it. Yeah, no. That's all you have to say. Yeah, no. I it's mean, just not your cup of tea. It, it wasn't. I I tried it uh, when I was uh, going into high school, and I don't know. I didn't like the training and stuff. And it's a lot of work. Once I hit those weights in my sophomore year, they're like, oh, "Come on, man." Tell tell the fans what numbers you were putting up back uh, back in the day. The very first time I ever lifted weights, the first time ever touching weights at all, I bench pressed 170 pounds, and I squatted 405 pounds. And by the time you were done, by the time you, you were still lifting when you graduated, right? Yes. By the time I was done, I hit 350 pounds for my bench. It's fucking insane. And then 515 pounds for my squat. That's a little disappointing. I mean, that's a lot That's a lot of weight. But that's a little disappointing that you only gained 100 pounds. That's because I was obsessed with my bench. Is that right? I wanted to hit 350. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really squat as much because my I had natural muscle strength. So I didn't really work that hard at it. Gotcha. But it could have been higher. Could have oh, Yeah, definitely. That's sick, dude. What was that, 800? That's almost 900 pounds. Now it's like 50 a piece. <laughs> now, I, now I do a curl with a 10-pounder and I'm screaming. Yeah. That's how I've like, always been. Whopper. Big man. Jameson. Jameson. <laughs> oh, the goat. <laughs> oh, God. I still have that Jameson on top of my refrigerator. I was looking at it. We got to break into that, baby. Yeah. That's still there. When, when did we do What was that? Was that Josh's birthday party? No. no. What were we here for? Uh, yeah, I think you. Just was had, it like a was it like a had, Tuesday? You just had people <laughs> over. We it was like you were doing game night. Is that what Our it was? Sister and her husband came over. Yeah, yeah, we got we got. I came over. I got drunk and I cried. Yeah, we got pretty banged up. Yeah. That, night. that was a good night. That was the last time I think I got really drunk. Yeah, we, that was a good night. Yeah. Anyway. Enough reflecting. We have a lot to talk about I'm since we have. Ashamed of myself. Uh, we put out one episode introduced. Yeah, I drove you home. Remember. The night that I was crying? Yeah. Oof. I didn't know you were crying because I was in the middle of the game. <laughs> what were we What were we playing? I'm sorry. That must have shattered your admirers <laughs> towards me. What? Admirers. <laughs> I'm like a role model. Oh, oh, okay. So if you saw me cry, it might have shattered his like, oh man, John's not as man. I don't know. I'd like to think that my role model would not use words like admiredness, which I don't think exists. <laughs> well, I'm, you know what? I'm adding it to the dictionary. Okay. Anyway. What I was saying was, a lot's happened in the last month. We introduced the new show, 
and uh, we did one episode. We banged that out. And uh, it's been a month. We've both done a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff has happened in all the genres and uh, little nerdy things that we're into, including wrestling. This is going to be a very wrestling-dominated episode with SummerSlam just happening. Uh, we're going we're gonna to dive into that big. We're going to dive into the card. John was in attendance. He was there uh, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Mike and I watched it from home on the network. Uh, so we're going to get our takes on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking losers. Uh so uh, we're, we're, you're, you're going to get our take on that. A couple of things I wanted to dive into before we get to that, because like I said, that's going to dominate the show. Oh, and we have to talk about our boy, our hometown boy, debuting on Raw a couple of weeks ago. So I want to talk about that, too, and get John's take, because I haven't really talked to him much about... Uh, yeah, and that mirrored mysterious R that got thrown in his name. That wasn't there, right? No. I didn't think so. I think somebody fucked up and they changed it. I think so too. Just to save face. I think Bray Wyatt fucked up. I was driving myself crazy because I was like, I don't think that R was in his name before. It wasn't. I didn't think so. But he changed his account. It's his real name now. Yeah. On Instagram. Well, anyway. That, that's probably because of the character. He's got a, you know. Yeah, but he changed his Instagram account to his character name. He did? I thought he changed it to his real name. No, I'm saying when he got to WWE right. and they gave him a name, he but, changed his Instagram account to his wrestling name. But, it, but his wrestling name, he was just, it was just his wrestling name. You know, he didn't right. have a character. It was just the big guy that wrestled. Now he's uh, supposed to be a wide family character, so there probably shouldn't be anything linked to that name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I guess. Especially since there's no kayfabe anymore. And, you know, so now it's like, yeah, I guess it's his well, own it's just his, it's his personal. Oh, I see what you're saying, but WWE probably owns that name now. Now that they called him up to the roster, they probably copyrighted it. That or they're like, look, you know, we don't want you on Instagram because you're supposed to be a backwoods guy, and they probably don't use Instagram. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Backwoods Louisiana guys don't have access to that kind of technology. But anyway, but we'll get to him. Uh, I wanted to talk about comic book movies first because uh, uh, we're still eagerly anticipating uh, December December 2015 starts it all off. You know, Star Wars is not a comic book, but I mean, it is a comic book, but um, not really in that genre. Star Wars is the best thing ever. But it starts off. I watched The Empire Strikes Back yesterday. The Empire Strikes Back. And I watched when I was sick last weekend. <laughs> I watched Star Wars. That a boy. A New Hope. It made me feel better. You watched A New Hope again? We just watched A New Hope not too long ago. I wanted ago. to watch it again, and I watched The Empire Strikes Back. So now we have to watch a Jedi. Well, we have to watch Empire Strikes Back together. Yeah. With Joshua. Yeah, I'll probably watch Return of the Jedi tomorrow. Then we'll watch Jedi. That's how I roll. I watch Star Wars whenever I want to. I'm a grown-up. That a boy. Yep, that's what grown-ups do. Yep. <laughs> watch Star well, Wars whenever they're... live in their mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. Uh, but that starts the geek movie uh, front with Star Wars December 2015. John has made it a point to tell me that he has avoided all rumors and news concerning the Star Wars movie. Star Wars is his is his thing. Uh, I, I take a completely different approach. I have been up the ass of everyone even closely associated to the uh, DC Comics Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But uh, So you know nothing about Star Wars or anything to be anticipated. I know that it's a continuation. There's uh, the Sith guy is named Kylo Ren. And Han Solo says, Chewie, we're home. <laughs> Chills. That's it. That's all you know. That's all I want to know. I don't want to know everything. You don't know anything about this. I mean, I don't either. I'm not even going to look because I don't want to ruin it for you. I know how much it means to you, but you don't know anything about the synopsis or anything like that. Or, Huh. That's interesting. Whereas you, you know the whole Batman. You could probably recite the whole Batman story. I probably could. I, I don't even think I really even need to go to the theater and watch it. But we're going to talk about a major... 
major rumor okay. going around the internet right is now. Is one of those rumors that the release date got pushed back to Batman? No. Because I heard that. It got No, they pushed it up to March. It was originally May, but now Civil heard, War like, comes out in May. Like, like a week or two ago that it, got, it might have be getting pushed back. Is that a? I did not hear that. Is that incorrect? Either. Then it probably wasn't. I mean, I can't say I'm not working on it, but I know that I check headlines and rumors and articles every day, and I haven't heard. Well, then that. you probably would have heard it, so it's probably. Wasn't. I'd like to think I would, and I read some really, really bogus shit. You'd be surprised what comes up on IMDb.com. But um, biggest rumor swirling that movie: spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you have not finished the Arkham Knight game, nobody had the courtesy to do this for me. I will do this for you. If you have not finished... I tried to, but... Okay. Yeah. I, it didn't matter because it was all over the internet and I couldn't avoid it. But, spoilers, if you have not finished the Arkham Knight game and you do not want to know how it ends, fast forward a, a little bit until we're done talking about this. I don't know how long the conversation is going to last, but pause it, maybe finish the game, and then listen to this episode. Anyway, so the rumor is that Jared Leto's Joker... Who? Jared Leto's Joker. Oh, I, not Gerard Leto. Oh. That's his brother that never made it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Gerard Leto. Weird. Yeah, that's his brother. Because I heard that. previously that his name was Gerard Leto. Yeah. yeah. He, he's in a band, 20 Seconds to Venus. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he said, that was not that funny. It wasn't. No, that was terrible. Yeah. No, he is. That is terrible. And uh, he actually does porn. <laughs> He does, po- he does porn. Oh, he doesn't do real movies like Jared Leto. See, you took it one step too far. It was, I thought it was funny right. with the 20 seconds. Yeah, but I wasn't minutes. done. That was the whole thought. But then we started laughing at the other one, and I didn't get to finish. You, that's where you should have stopped. You got to right. learn to stop. All right. Okay. All right. Noted. Noted. The rumor is that Jared Leto's Joker in the DC Cinematic Universe is not the Joker that we've all grown accustomed to. Uh, there have been some incarnations where he was uh, in the 89 Batman. He was the killer of Bruce's parents. And then later on, they went more with a comic book feel where Joe Chill killed Bruce Wayne's parents. In this incarnation, supposedly, rumors are that the reason why they casted the Joker so much younger than Batman is because, and here it is, spoiler, fast forward, that the Joker is the dead Robin in the universe, Jason Todd. And they've been, they've people on the internet and on, especially on Reddit, I've seen the most where people are connecting the dots saying that in the trailer, when Bruce says how many people, how many good guys are there left in Gotham and how many stayed that way was alluding to the fact that Jason Todd may now be a bad guy. And then on top of that, the most uh, deafening dot connector was that, in when they show the glimpse of Robin's costume, there are bullet holes exactly in the same spot where Jared Leto's Joker has scars on his shoulders. So people are saying that he didn't die, and now he's back to get to get Batman. Before I even open up, because I have a lot to say about it, how do you feel about if this ends up being true? How do you feel about it? I don't like this idea. Um... <sighs> I can explain why the Joker would look young. Um, if they're going to go the route where he was dumped, like dumped in that vat of acid or whatever, you know, then it could have just affected his skin and he just doesn't age, you know? Right, right. He could be 60, but he just, it affected his skin differently. You right. Because that's how, that's how age looks, you know? It's, right, it's, it's all skin. skin, right, correct. I mean, that's you fair. Know, I mean, it, it does affect your bone, like, ugh, like you're an old person. Right. Or, you know. And he's got a six pack yeah. in this movie, but. 
But, you know, and also I, I hope it's not him because I really was hoping to see that we might get a Red Hood storyline. I thought so, too. I thought that would be really cool. And I think they could, they could do a really cool Red Hood movie and tie this in. So. Technically, I guess they still could. And but that that would but it would it, like predate this whole him becoming Joker maybe or after well yeah or yeah it could but if he's gonna end up being good by the end of the story arc it would have to be after but yeah. I mean technically they still could but that would remove the Joker completely I mean, from the universe Red Red Hood is technically good but he's, he's he walks he's, a line he's like a hardcore out right. vigilante right. He's, he kills. He is right. And he's. I'm trying to. Him and Bruce are constantly at wits about how to deal with the they crime. They have different beliefs on how to handle stuff. Exactly. And if you've uh, read Under the Red Hood or have seen the animated movie Under the Red Hood, he starts off as a villain and Bruce is able to make him part of the Bat family. Um, but never. In, in anything that I have read. Apparently there is a book out there, and I don't remember the title off the top of my head, but apparently there is a trade out there, a graphic novel out there, where Jason Todd is the Joker. And that's where people are pulling from. Do you know what that's called? I can't remember what it's called right now. We can Google it. Um, We should look that up because I would be interested in getting that and reading it. It might be R.I.P., Batman R.I.P., because um, somebody somebody posted – I read that, I thought. Somebody posted a picture of the Joker – from Batman R.I.P. and it looks exactly like Jared Leto. Yeah, but uh, I have a question for you. Sure. Do you think in these new movies that we're going to see either a uh, a Batgirl maybe eventually, or maybe Oracle? I do because um, there's a rumor that she's already been cast. Jenna Malone. Gen- Jenna Malone. Malone. Yeah, Jenna Malone. Is uh, is playing Barbara Gordon. They didn't specify whether or not she was playing Batgirl or Oracle. But if you're going to do uh, more rumors, Jared Leto on his Twitter and his Facebook and his Instagram has been dropping hints and stuff and took a picture of himself uh, that could be interpreted as the Joker from The Killing Joke. Uh, also... If we're doing a Batman who's in his 50s or late 40s, 50s, somebody that's already been fighting crime for 20 years, which is what's stated in the IMDb synopsis, then you have – I think you have to go on the assumption that uh, Barbara Gordon is already in a wheelchair by this point and is Oracle. Um, So that would be my assumption. But again, you never know. I never guessed in a million years that they would do this crazy thing with Jason Todd being the Joker. As a diehard comic book fan, that bothers me a lot, uh, mostly for the reason that John just put out there. That that robs us of a really good Red Hood story, I believe, or at least uh, you know one that has any credibility or comic book relation. Other speculation regarding that movie was that the executives for Warner Brothers all sat in a screening room and watched the full edit of Batman vs Superman. You don't have any notes, do you? No. That's how many times you've read these rumors and stuff, and it has sunk into your brain. Yeah, I can't. I'm so obsessed with this movie. I'm sitting across the table from Steven. The laptop is up, so I can't see what's in front of Steven. And I just looked over and noticed that he doesn't have any notes in front of him. That just boggles my mind. It's coming right off the top of my brain. That's how obsessed I am with this DC universe. It's crazy. There was speculation that the Warner Brothers executives watched a full edit of the movie from beginning to end. It concluded with all of them standing up, giving the movie a standing ovation, 
and speculation was that as soon as it was over and they, the, it was adjourned and they left, the executives got Ben Affleck's agent on the phone and locked – go ahead. Do you really see a bunch of suits standing up and giving a, a superhero movie a standing ovation? Yeah, but to them it's not a superhero movie. Batman is their bread and butter, dude. Come on, suit. <laughs> it's the, Batman is their bread and butter. It's a cash pot. It's, it's, it's a cash just, cow. It's just a funny uh, like image that I'm thinking, you know? Yeah, but I mean these are not going to be anything like the Marvel movies. They're not funny. They're dark and gritty. They're real movies know, about real people. I'm just thinking of these – I have this image of these older like older guys in stiff suits and – yeah. Applauding men in capes, yeah, in tights, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that they supposedly got Ben Affleck's agent on the phone and locked down three additional movies to his contract, three standalone Batman movies, which is very exciting. Is good. Someone, an anonymous source from Warner Brothers, was also quoted as saying that he is the definitive Batman and the best Bruce Wayne they have casted to date. I think he's going to be the best Batman. I, I, well. Christian Bale hit it really good. I think he was better than Michael Keaton, in my opinion. No, Michael Keaton was better. I, I think he was better than Michael Keaton, in my opinion. But uh, I appreciated those movies on, an, on, a, on a different level. I think they're two completely different. I think it's apples and oranges, personally. The Deadpool trailer officially dropped since the last time we did an episode. What did you think of the Deadpool trailer? I liked it. I, it was exactly what I thought it was. You don't read the comic book. I know you're not that familiar with the character. I don't. It's a movie you're going to go see, though, right? Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it looks, looks fucking to, awesome. Yeah. And the best part of the trailer is when Ryan Reynolds is like, you're not going to make my suit green and artificially generated, right? <laughs> or artificially... Uh, you look like an avocado had sex with, with another avocado. <laughs> He looked gross, man. That's how he looks in the books, dude. They know, they did a great job. That's exactly how he looks in the books. I was, I thought it was interesting that they chose Colossus as the villain for the movie because he's generally an X Men villain. But the interesting thing about Deadpool is he's strictly a crossover character. He really doesn't have any of his own villains. Who owns them? Who owns who? Fox. Fox Studios. Really? Yes. So did the. Wasn't Colossus in the other X-Men movies? I am not caught up on the X-Men movies. I cannot speculate. I wonder if it's the same actor if they did. But I will say that the Fox Studios has come out and said in an interview, somebody from Fox Studios said that do not expect a crossover between the X-Men movies and the Deadpool movies other than the one that already happened where Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool. Don't expect this movie franchise to cross over with X-Men. For the reason that because Deadpool is such a unique character and constantly breaks the fourth wall, uh, and and by that you know he talks to the fans, he turns to the camera. To do they don't want to do that with X Men. They think it would cheapen the X Men franchise, and they don't want X Men to be comedic like Deadpool will be. Well, do you still think we're going to get the rumored crossover Fantastic Four X Men movie? I don't know. No, probably not. Not after this movie bombed. Poor guy. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen it. I wasn't looking forward to it at all. I really liked the other Fantastic Four movie. I thought this whole process was unnecessary. I liked that one, too. I was going to see this one anyway, but 
After that, I'll just wait till it comes out on video. Yeah, I, I really liked the other ones. I had a hard time believing, just from the trailer alone, I had a hard time buying that kids that young had yeah, accomplished so much in science. You know what I'm saying? It just, I didn't buy into that. And uh, from what I understand, the movie just completely bombed. Uh, but it's sad for the people that worked on it. And I know Fox is having trouble keeping up with Disney. I'm a, and I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan, so he's the one who played Johnny Storm. Yeah, yeah. So I like him. But um, I was kind of hoping that he would have played. Um, oh man, who is it? John John oh, Stewart. No, like oh. I like I was. He would have been my pick to like be like cyborg or something. Oh know? yeah, yeah. The guy who is, is playing cyborg is was mainly a Broadway actor mm-hmm. before this. I don't think he has a whole lot of cinematic, um, you know, big budget movie experience. Uh, but that was Deadpool. That was uh, Batman, Superman. I haven't heard anything about Suicide Squad, um, but uh, supposedly Superman Two is on permanent hold while they bang out the rest of these movies. They're getting ready to start filming Wonder Woman here pretty soon. Uh, Black Panther comes out next year. Civil War. Have you heard anything about Civil War at all? I uh, hear it's a movie where Captain America and Iron Man are feuding. Yes, it is. Yes, oh, it is. Okay. You read the book, though, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so looking forward I, to that. I don't really see it being like the book at all because there's a lot of components that aren't going to be able to be done. Like Reed Richards is, is in the book. He's not going to be in this movie. Correct. And he plays um, a major role in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, him and um, Hank Pym, they yeah. create a, uh, a, uh, a genetically altered Thor. Right. Who ends up killing... Uh, well, I don't remember which character. But he it was, actually escapes me as well now that you mentioned it. He's a giant. He's able to grow really huge. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so that's I mean, uh, Civil War. There's just a lot of different kind of things that... It, it, it's going to be different, which is okay. I've seen uh, teases at what the Spider-Man costume might look like. That's a little discouraging. Um, of the witch costume? Of the Spider-Man costume. Oh, I haven't seen any of that. It's a kid in a hoodie, basically, but the Spider-Man suit is, like, the pants and the hoodie, and he's got, like, goggles like Catwoman had in The in the Dark Knight Rises, kind of. I'll have to show it to you, but and I don't know if there's any confirmation on this, but that's what's been teased online. It's a little discouraging if you're a Spider-Man fan. It looks really fucking weird. Really fucking weird. I don't know where it was being adapted from. If there's a Spider-Man book out there where he wore a costume like that, uh, I'm not as big of a Marvel guy as I am a DC guy. So if you know, hit me up on Twitter if you could shed some light on that. I'm at Steve underscore Hackett underscore five and tell me what I need to read to to find that adaptation. Um, that's uh, that's Star Wars, uh, Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad, Civil War, Black Panther, Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's about it for the for DC movies. Um, you wanted to talk about The Walking Dead, right? They just premiered a new spinoff show a couple of weeks ago called yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. Um, have you watched the new show? I watched the first episode with my brother. It was an hour and a half. Um, it was so boring that we didn't get through the whole episode. Shut up. The first time. Like, we were, like normally, like when I'm hanging out with my brother, we'll like grab lunch and then... We'll sit and we'll watch. Like I mean him, we I save up. So like, I, there's this Adam West documentary that I've been waiting for him with him to watch. Oh really? So, yeah. Um, I might want to watch it. So we bust out a, a Impractical Jokers and stuff, and so we, you know when we're hanging out on Saturday eating lunch, we'll watch something like that. So we popped on Fear the Walking Dead, and man, was it boring. 
But to be fair, the first you know three or four episodes of The Walking Dead were pretty boring. They were slow moving. The first one was slow but intriguing. Right. This was just slow and not very good. Really? I didn't like it. I'm gonna. It's only six episodes for the season. I'm gonna watch the whole season and then reassess my opinion. But so far, the first episode did not grab me at all. Like it was so boring that I was like, "Yeah, we could turn this off because I gotta go anyway." I wasn't like uh, hooked, you know. Yeah. And we watched it in two separate parts. I was waiting to hear how you felt about it before I said what I'm about to say, but you know, my mother's obsessed with this show. I'm, I'm not uh, uh, one for The Walking Dead, but my mother's obsessed with it. She was really excited about this spinoff. After it debuted and she watched it, I talked to her the next day and she said, this show is not going to last, Stephen. She was like, I... I have a feeling she's going to be right. And she was like, I would... She said she'd be very surprised if it went further than this one season. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, The Walking Dead... I'm curious what rating it's got on IMDb. The, the Walking Dead is is a cash cow, too, man. I mean, everything associated with that stuff, they're selling posters and figures. And, you know, the comic book sales have shot through the roof. And the show is hugely successful. Um, it has an 8.0. That's good. Yeah, I have no idea. Wow. Because people are obsessed with everything zombie right now. Honestly, I think... I, I was not too keen on them doing a spinoff anyway. But I think it would have been better if they would have just done a spinoff in a different area. Maybe like a country overseas or something, you know? Oh, that's interesting. Now, this, The Fear of the Walking Dead, has nothing to do with the comic books at all, right? They're all completely original characters, correct? Correct, Okay. And I was asking because I know you read the books as well uh, as watch the show. Yeah. Yeah, the storyline with the comic is pretty interesting right now. I am... Really, really into Kirkman's other book, The Outcast, right now. I know you read that too. You're really into it. I, you know, it was funny. Really anticipating the show. Right before I left to go to SummerSlam, it was like a Sunday, and I, you, I only read the first issue that you gave me. Mm-hmm. You, I guess you bought. I ended it. up with two copies. Two copies. Yeah. You're like, here, check this out. I'm going to read this. So I was like, okay. I read it. That then, how long ago was that? Oh, well, it was almost a year ago. So, um, and I was like, oh, it was kind of cool. You know, I was like, it's interesting. Then I've been buying the books, but I haven't read them up until two weeks ago. You read all of them. Sat and read the rest of them up until 11 or whatever. 2 to 11. So what do you think? I was hooked. It's fucking good, right? I was like, I cannot wait for the TV show. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. So, this guy Kirkman, man, is, is an unbelievable writer. It's, it's really weird and... Uh, oh, okay. Are you up to date on it? I didn't read 10. Okay, then we can't... 10's the one that just came out. 10's the newest one. No, 11 came out, man. You're behind. No. Yeah. Are you sure? Yep. All right. I'll take your word for it. What was the last thing you remember on it? Uh, the, the girl that went missing. Yes. And they, they found her. And they were in the basement with her. And he, oh, he fixed her. Yeah. That's the last thing that happened. I don't think it because I didn't read 10 yet. So it can't be. Anyway, well, I wanted to talk okay. about that part. Oh, okay. Go okay. ahead. So anybody that's reading that and is a couple of issues behind or whatever. Spoiler. We, we don't even know. But I found it very interesting about the part where, yeah, the, there's, a, there's a spot. Where we don't really know what's going on. Supposedly there's a guy who's the devil who's, you know, walking around in human form. We are led to believe. Right. There are people uh, that are demons 
in human human form that are overtaking bodies. Yeah, well, they're be- it's it's about exorcisms. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah they're being um, exorcised. Yeah. So you know this guy keeps going exorcise to- the demons. <laughs> All right, thanks for a great show. We will see you later. No? Um, really? You don't know what that's from? It's from Ace Ventura. Oh, okay. And Yeah, no. Anyway. Um, no, so we have this guy who's poor, you know, who we assume is the devil. I'm right. Putting him in quotations. Right. Because we don't really know. No. And, uh, but they lead you to believe but, it kind of is. Like, something's got to be happening because he's like, they're like, we're ready for you to, to tell us what to do or whatever. Right, right, we're right. We're not right. yet. We're not there yet, yeah. And uh, the main character, uh, Kyle Barnes, has an ability yeah. to heal these people and remove the demon from them. To, yeah, to perform Not exorcisms. Without consequence, though. Right. Supposedly, it seems like every time he does this, and we just figured out how he does it, it's got to be with his tears. Right, right, right. Because he was crying while holding this girl down. Right. And we found out the same thing happened with his mom, but and his, somehow and his, wife. his tears. Well, but it didn't affect his wife like that. Yeah, the whole thing with the wife is the most intriguing part right. because he was he exercised her or performed an exorcism on her, not intentionally. This is before he even really knew he had the ability. Right. But because she, once she came to, she didn't know what had happened, but she knew that there was some sort of physical altercation. Right. He got she busted. That he beat her. And stuff right. Like he got busted for abuse, and now he can't see his daughter. Right. So that's really the most, to me, the most interesting part. But the weird part is, to me, is how his, somehow his tears are causing, like, um, causing people to become vegetables almost. Right. So his mom is like that. This, now this girl is like that. So we don't know what's going to happen now because. So now, how as the story progresses, he learns more about himself, and he has buddied up with a preacher right. who's taking him around, bringing him to all these people that have been infected. And uh, it's, it's it's really, really captivating. The only thing I would – if you're thinking about picking it up based on our suggestion, and that is exactly what we're suggesting, keep in mind that every little detail is displayed in these books. Like you can read an entire 18-page comic book and only experience one scene. Like it's very drawn out. Yes. It's that, very, very – Walking Dead is. It's very drawn out. It's a, but it's an easy read. It's right. It's not a lot of dialogue. Right, right, right. Which is what I like too. The images are very impactful. It's not like Batman where there could be like six bubbles on one page. Right, right, right. There's a lot of stuff that needs to get through. There's there there could be some pages where there's nothing at all. Right, and it's just pure image, and it's more about that sinking into your brain than any words that could draw you away from it. But it's it's a great read. Pick it up. It's supposed to be on Cinemax here. I think they just greenlit the pilot not too long ago. I thought it was Showtime. Or Showtime. It's what? Yeah, one of the two. Something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, they it's just greenlit January, the pilot. I suppose, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So really, really excited about that. Yeah, they came out with uh, at San Diego Comic Con. They came out with a like an alternate, a sneak peek. Yeah. Well, they came out with an alternate cover for number one. Right. Of you know how it's like the main character holding his, his head. head. Yeah. It's the actor holding his head. Holding yeah, his yeah, head. yeah. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. I'll have to get a copy of that. More money on eBay. Speaking of eBay, somebody's shopping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for this thing to go, uh, um, what issue is that? This is issue 48 of The Walking Dead. Nice. How much? Uh, 1655 right now. Which oh, is that's a good deal. Usually that book goes for like 40 bucks. That's so. a good deal. All right, so are we ready to get into SummerSlam? The, yeah. the meat and potatoes of the show? Yep. Let's dive into SummerSlam. Overall, what would you think of the show? You were there. Um, 
You want to talk about your experience being there first before we get into the card? Yes. Um, I went to NXT TakeOver. I went to SummerSlam, and I had to leave to come home, so I did not get to go to Raw. But the rest of your party did. Which sucked. Because <laughs> the Dudley Boys came back. Yep, and our boy debuted. That's right. Um, show of the weekend, probably TakeOver. Yeah. I thought it was a great show. It was a good show. Bailey and Sasha rocked the house. It was a awesome, awesome I, match. I love they, what they called the female curtain call. Yeah. Where they all broke kayfabe and they were hugging and stuff. Because if you don't know, if uh, actually from listening to Sasha's podcast with Jericho, she was on Jericho's mm-hmm. podcast, she talks about how her, Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky kind of broke in all together into NXT and how they were going to be, you know, Working with each other and, you know So it was kind of a nice little thing that they did Yeah, yeah, absolutely Because Um, she's the one that, like, that was left behind That didn't get called up And she hasn't been women's champion yet, right? Bailey Right Yes Um, So, yeah, so it made made it everything that much more special Um, I had excellent seats I was the first row of the lower level So it was the floor, then us Right And, uh we uh, we were actually the next section over from where the tough enough people were sitting. Yeah, and no, we were hoping to see you too um, when they put the camera on them because yeah. you had said that. But there's actually a lot of cool things that I noticed with this show that I've never noticed, and that might be because these people are still learning and stuff. Right. I saw a lot of the ref and the camera guys giving them cues, telling them what to do and whatnot. It's very interesting. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, like like for example, Apollo Cruz when. He- uh, yeah, pa- Apollo Cruz. Uh, when he was on the turnbuckle and he was celebrating, he was waiting for the cue for when the camera was done with the replay from the referee. Yeah, and the referee was down below telling him smile, keep smiling for the camera to sell. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. there were other parts where the camera guy was telling the girls to okay. You need to look in this way after the replay and stuff. It was pretty interesting. That is interesting because that's stuff that they're expected to know, I guess, once they're on the main roster. Something else I never noticed before was they reserved the front row for Talon's family. So every time somebody would come out, their family would come out before the match. So that family, their family was able to see them perform. Oh, then, that's so cool. It, it was. It was really nice. And then once, But you didn't get to sit in that seat the whole night. Just while your kid was, it was there, ju- yeah, it was just they reserved that. I guess everyone else went backstage after the sh- after the match was over. That is really they would cool. Filter in in and out the front row for the family and stuff, which was cool. Which side, like hot cam side or the, the side, side the camera was recording from? Oh, gotcha. So yeah. they so they were not on. So camera. it's like yeah. So when we saw a bunch of yellow T-shirts, we're like, oh, this is Mojo Raleigh, and we saw Mr. Ryder. Yeah, I bet. That's funny. And, uh, you know, then, like, Tyler Breeze and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was uh, it was cool. Yeah, got to see some different stuff. And then SummerSlam, the night of SummerSlam, how was that? SummerSlam was good. Um, seats were a little bit further back, but still good, really good seats. Um, we were really cl- – we were uh, – my cousin was talking to Sasha Banks' mom. She was sitting, like, in the row in front of us for a little bit. That's cool. Did um, he know ahead of time that it was her mom? We – no. Or you found out by accident. When we sat down, the guy next to us, who was the guy who did the merchandise trucks for them. Oh, wow. Well, we were talking to him, and then he told us, because he was talking to her before we got there. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. That was pretty interesting. It, yeah, it seemed like we were in like a, in the comp area. Yeah, yeah. Where they, the, that's where, that was the area where they gave tickets away for people. 
So. Right on. Yeah. But all in all, good experience. Oh, it was awesome. I How's the Barclays Center? It was a great time. It's really nice. It's not that big, right? No, it's not. Did it have more of like a Nassau Coliseum kind of feel to it as opposed to like MSG or something like that? I honestly, I can't remember the last time I've been to Nassau Coliseum. It was oh. a long time. Yeah. Probably 2008. And you're probably never going to go again. Probably not. Those are not going to yeah. down. <laughs> um, the only thing that sucked about Brooklyn, well, I mean, there was no place to park. Yeah. We had to park at like the mall parking lot in the garage. Which was actually turned out not to be so bad. But if you were at MSG, you would have a hard time finding a place to no, park too. Most people take it. all over the place in the city. And here, there was not, no parking garages anywhere. Really? Yeah. Terrible. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> there was, I swear to God, the first time I ever saw this, uh, it was this boutique called Out of the Closet. So it was a gay boutique. And they offered free HIV testings. Isn't that insane? That's incredible. I know. I was like baffled. I was like, that's crazy. That is crazy. I'm like, I'm in Brooklyn. <laughs> that's funny. So I'm like, oh, Does the train go into Brooklyn? Make sure you don't got AIDS. The, <laughs> good thing, though. Yeah, I guess, yeah. The train goes into Brooklyn, right? It's got to, right? You got to take a couple of yes. There is a train. So if you decided to go right that route, there. you could have. Yeah, but it's not like a straight shot from where we were. It's a, more of a pain in the ass than it's worth. Yeah, it's like you got to get a catch a connector and stuff. And heard that. I figure I figured it did, but I didn't know if it it's really. Not, it wasn't as nice as I was expecting because you know the stadium or Brooklyn itself. Brooklyn itself, because I've been to Brooklyn once in recent years, and it was nighttime. It, oh, it was. Uh, were you with us when we went to go see that show at the music hall? Uh, I can't even remember what they were. Oh yeah, yeah. when Billy was was selling yes for the charity. That was the last time I was in Brooklyn. That was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, okay. We were at some music hall. I forgot about that. Yeah. What was the name of that band? Vice Mess. No. Oh my god. VOD? VOD, yep, yeah. you're right. Yeah, good pull. Um but uh it was nighttime, so you couldn't really see, but you know, everybody says it's like cleaned up and stuff. I mean it didn't really seem as nice as so. It's fucking Brooklyn. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know why I was surprised. Yeah, I was it's fucking Brooklyn. But uh the show itself, I mean from home, Mike, we enjoyed it, right? Yeah, sure. It was pretty good. The NXT show was really good. Yeah. The NXT show was awesome. Although I personally I was a little disappointed with the title match um with Finn Baylor. And uh, Kevin Owens. But I knew that Kevin Owens... I wasn't expecting a whole lot because I knew Kevin Owens had to fight the night after. Um, but it just didn't seem like a title match to me. I mean, I know it was a ladder match. It just... There wasn't as enough back and forth for my Sasha liking. Sasha really should have closed that show. It, it was, that match was second to none. It was fucking awesome. That match was incredible. The best part, by far, of that match... And there were a lot of good parts. But the best part was when she had her in the submission hold... And, and Bailey was selling the hand injury... And she started stomping on her hand... So she couldn't grab the rope. She's was awesome. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Such, such good ring psychology. Yeah. I was really, really impressed. That was the best part. I was hoping that maybe like her mom would want to introduce me to her daughter. Yeah, how'd that work out? Yeah, it didn't. Not so much, huh? Then we could have got married and stuff. And maybe next time. She would have this stud muffin of a husband. Her loss, dude. Her loss. Yeah. Uh, I'm the real boss. Seamus and Orton. Let, oh, my God. <laughs> dude, you... <laughs> I... <laughs> 
I have a feeling you don't fuck Sasha Banks. She fucks you. <laughs> uh, it's just a projection. Yeah, but that's what you think. I'm just saying. Sheamus and Orton led off SummerSlam, which didn't really surprise yeah, me. I went to the bathroom during that. You would go to the bathroom during that. As soon as that match started, I had to pee, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm like, everybody's going to be watching this match. I don't give two shits about this match. I went to the bathroom. If I remember correctly, there was yet another innovated RKO out of nowhere, right? I, I feel like it was in the corner. And we we, we popped know, at the at the lodge. Didn't Sheamus like try to jump over the rope? Yes, he did. That's what it was. Yep, he tried to jump over the rope oh, and yeah, do a that, yeah. do a shoulder block move. I saw that. Yeah, that yeah, and it RKO. It was that was pretty awesome. I mean, that's impressive with how big Sheamus is and everything. Oh yeah, and he didn't get hung up on the ropes at all, and he sold it. It was it was a great finish. Um, I wasn't a finish. Excuse me, Sheamus ended up winning. I apologize. Uh, then we had the New Day winning the tag titles back. Uh, this, Everybody loves the New Day, man. They are New so Day over. New Day waiting to get in. New Day rocks. New. I can't do the. I didn't do the clap right. Wow, it took you about seven seconds to get lost in your own beat. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but no, everybody going nuts and stuff. Here's, I love the New Day. I think they're doing a fantastic job. Here's my issue. My issue is fast forward to the night before and then we'll get back to the card. But fast forward 24 hours to Monday Night Raw when the Dudley boys come back. You watched it, correct? You watched it on DVR, right? Yeah, it okay. was exactly like my uh, Royal Rumble prediction. <laughs> yeah, we're coming down. Here's my issue with that, though. <laughs> Dudley boys coming back. Awesome. So cool for the hardcore fan, you know, especially around our age. Here's my issue. Is that they came into the ring, you naturally want them to squash somebody for the pop, right? They're in Brooklyn, Bubba's from New York, you know, and the ECW crowd, you know, the smart marks, whatever they call them, you know, you know it was going to go over. You got to have them squash somebody. That could have very easily been Los Matadores. It could have very easily been uh, the, uh, the Dragons. Could have been a couple of different tag teams. They squashed the tag team champions then called out primetime players who were on the announce tables. They didn't really squash them. Sure they did. They beat the ever-living shit out of them, threw them out of the ring, threw them back in the ring, and then put them through a table. After they fought a match? Yeah. That's not squashing them. It's squashing them. No, the definition... Okay. But why did they fucking talk shit to the primetime players and call them out when they're not even the champions anymore? Because they're letting the whole division know that the Dudleys are here. I think it would have been better if it were the other way around. I don't really think it matters. They should have had the New Day doing commentary for like a Lucha uh, Matadori's match and have the Dudley boys kill all four of them. In my opinion. It w- that would have made more I sense. I guess that would have been better, but I don't really think it matters because they... They went after the New Day because the New Days are champ- they're the champions, and that's what they want. Right. But it would have been better if they squashed somebody and then stared down the I, New Day to build to that match. I don't think that they squashed them, though. They did because they didn't have any offense at all. They just completely took over. Yeah, okay. But do you know what a definition of a squash is, though? I know what a squash match is, but I, I know it wasn't a match, but it was a they, squash. They, they went over they, quickly they and got a, no offense. They did a run-in, and they did an attack on a team that just competed in a 10-minute match. Okay? That's yeah, but they, they still made the tag champions look like bitches. Not really, because they just finished competing in a match. But they're the tag champions, and it was raw. Okay. The tag champions... It, 
You should always protect... Are we really going to talk about the importance of the tag team champions? It's not the point, though. Just the wrestling rule... The primetime players were just the champions. Wrestling 101 is you protect the champions because that's how you make the championships matter. Oh, okay. And they made the champions look like shit. Then why don't you call and tell them that because they haven't been doing that... I'm not saying they do it. I'm just saying that's what should be done. I I don't think it was as bad as you're making it out to me. Uh, In my opinion. Okay. Uh, so there, there was that match. They won the tag titles at SummerSlam, and then obviously we just caught you up what happened the next night on Raw. Dolph Ziggler with Lana. He made his comeback the week, a week or two weeks before, one or the other, uh, against Rusev, and did in a double countout. I thought this was awesome. Awesome, 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 because it allows the feud to progress and last longer. It draws it out. Plus, I think having a double countout or a match end with by the actual rules that we've all grown up with and, and have grown accustomed to, to ha- actually have a match end that way reminds the fans the, why those rules are in place. Can I, can I stop you for a second? Yeah. I'm distracted by he's watching, Mike is watching a video of a cartoon Jesus running from a dinosaur, some shit. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry. Just, just go. I did just go. I, it ended in a double countout, which I thought was really good because it reminds the fans why the rules are in place and that if you if you have matches every now and then end like this, it makes a finisher and a clean finish much more valuable. Well, that and I, I was to assume that it was supposed to set up for a mixed tag match, but they ended up fighting on, on – did they fight on Raw or – but they did just fight again recently. They did. It was either this past Monday or last Monday. I can't remember. But well, I think it was two Mondays ago because last Monday they did the angle where one Ugh, of them saw Dolph naked. So terrible. Yeah. But uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. Does, does when you see Lana and Dolph kiss, does it like make you uncomfortable? Not really. It's it's weird for me. Why? I don't know. It's like weird and uncomfortable. It's like... Like it looks like actors without chemistry? Yeah. Yeah. It's just... just Yeah, it just weirds me out. It's, you know... It wasn't like... Like when Chris Jericho and Trish were together, and then she... When she turned on Jericho, and then she made out with Christian, it was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just like... I'm sick of the... I'm sick of the making out constantly, because it's not... I don't know. It's just stupid. <laughs> okay. I don't know. You feel better now that you got that out? I guess. It's not going to stop, though. Uh, but anyway, in all in all, I think it was great that it ended in a double count on. I think it's good for the business that you do that every once in a while as a whole. Stephen Amell and Neville, the Arrows, both red and green, defeated Stardust and King Barrett. <coughs> super, from the moment Stephen Amell got involved in this thing, I have been super impressed with him. He looks in the ring like a kid who's been watching wrestling his whole life and has been dying to do this. He looked. Uh, he did. He looked. He, he did a good job. He did a fantastic job. Now I've since heard. I think it was you that told me actually, Mike. That um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I heard that, or maybe it was Rob, that Steve Austin's podcast. He ripped Stephen Amell apart, saying that it, you know there wasn't room for celebrities in wrestling, and he wasn't impressed with his performance, and blah blah blah. I think that's... Uh, he, he, he. You listened to it? Yes. Okay. He didn't. Um, yes and no. He he doesn't. He feels like. That celebrities should not get involved to the extent that he did. To the point of having an actual match. Right. You know, he's an old school guy. He probably figures, you know, like, 
Yeah, but why are we sharing the magic? With Tyson got him his first world championship. Right, but I guess he figured. He, he mentioned Tyson. I guess th- there's a difference between the star power of Tyson and Stephen Amell from a TV show on the CW. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I, I, I can understand that. That, uh, is a, that is a decent argument. I think he was a little hard on him, to be honest with you. I, I think he did an awesome job. He did actual wrestling moves, and he did them well. And he sold. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And like, he, he did them he well. like a motherfucker. Yeah, he did. I was super-duper impressed with Stephen Amell. I will say, though, as, as long as we're talking about it, he looks fucking dieseled, except when standing next to these wrestlers. He did not look like he was in shape at right? all. Right? Isn't that crazy? Like, when we see him on TV and stuff. But it's like, TV. Holy crap. He's, you know, look how jacked he is. But you hear all this stuff about how he actually does the salmon bar. Yeah. Like, in real life and all this stuff. And and I'm sure he is pretty chiseled. No. But standing next to those guys, he did not look in yeah, shape. I mean, and I'm not even talking about size. He just didn't look as cut. Well, As yeah, the rest of them. Like Neville is like cut like crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he looks like he's yeah, absolutely. Ryback, the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship, defeated the Big Show and the Miz. This match was okay. Who cares? The Miz, fucking awesome. I I am so enamored with the Miz lately. He is so fucking awesome. Miz is okay. That guy will always have a job at WWE. It will be him leaving on his own accord unless he fucks up royally. That guy will always have a job. His mouth will keep him employed in and, professional wrestling for the rest of his life. And when he goes home, do you know what he goes home to? The he M- Maurice. That's who he's married to. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. You don't know who Maurice is? Uh, remind me. Pull up a picture of Maurice and show him. Is she hot? Yeah. She's gorgeous. She used to be in wrestling? She used to be a diva. She used to be a Playboy Playmate. I don't know why she I don't remember is her. She's fucking hot. Yeah. They're married. Make sure you put, pick a good picture, not like you were showing us. Yeah, not a horse face before they showed us before. Whoever the fuck that was, it looked like she got beat with a frying pan. No, that's not a good one. Uh, are they married or are they dating? They're married. They're married. Uh, I, I'm just totally enamored with the yeah, Miz right now. I think he's doing fantastic. Oh wow, she is hot. Yeah. Yeah, super hot. She's French too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought she was French Canadian. She's French Canadian. She that's speaks, not the same. She speaks French. That's not the same thing. Whatever. Uh, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose defeated Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. Every time we talk about it and cover a pay-per-view on one of our podcasts, I express the same sentiment. Bray Wyatt is not a heel, A, and B, Bray Wyatt needs to win a fucking major match. Or none of this stuff really matters. All the time they spend on Raw letting him talk, all the promos, all the creepy stuff, none of it matters unless he wins big matches. Do you not agree? Yeah, I agree, but uh, this wasn't really a big match to win, though. Yeah, but he should win fucking something. No. I can't even remember. No, Roman Reigns... I don't even remember. That's part of the problem. Bray Wyatt will never be taken seriously unless he starts winning some fucking pay-per-view matches. Um, And we're going to get into uh, Braun Strowman here in a second. Seth Rollins defeats John Cena, becoming the first ever... Do we need to go over Raw? Why don't we just talk about him now? Okay. Braun Strowman. Yeah. What do you think? I loved how... Initial analysis. I... For those of you who don't know, we do this podcast out of Mooresville, North Carolina. I don't know Adam personally. I know people that know him. He is from our town. And I thought the way they were portraying him, they did a great job. I thought it was interesting that he skipped NXT, but in retrospect, probably pretty smart. Being that they were going to bring him in as a surprise member of the Wyatts. Yeah, it's not like it's not like he wasn't training or anything. He no, he, yeah, he, he was. Does, he does do the live events that they you know yeah. with him and stuff, and 
Um, little, but, little background on why we're rooting for him. Like you said, yeah, he is from our town. He used to be a bouncer at a couple of bars that, uh, that I frequent. Um, I've don't know him personally. He would not be able to pick me out of a crowd. So don't get me the wrong way, but my claim to fame is I have gotten drunk in the same room with him on several occasions, but, uh, he did not, he does not know that I exist <laughs> to put it bluntly. Um, I like his reverse camel clutch thing, whatever it is. Rob yeah. thinks it's stupid. I disagree. I love it. He doesn't like it at all. He says once he starts doing more and more matches, more solo matches, and, and possibly big matches on pay-per-views, that it's going to be a hard move to, to finish a match with, and it's, it's going to be a hard finisher. move. Yeah, it's that rollover thing, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. That's his finisher. Yeah. That's this true. It's just another one of his moves. I like it. I like it a lot. And I like how he shakes the guy around like a rag doll. Me too. Uh, it, it shows they're showing him how powerful he is. They brought him in. It doesn't matter if he doesn't use it after after six months. Who cares? Right. They're doing this to initially show him how big and powerful he is. Yeah, they're doing it very, very well. And hats off to Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Roman Reigns, like if I was to pick Mike up right yeah. now, shake him. Yeah, absolutely did. And Roman Reigns is a big, big dude. Dude, I will lock that sucker in and fling you around. Uh, hats off to Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose for selling the way that they did and allowing this kid to get over. Yeah. Um, because they played a huge part in, in creating this uh, image in this character as it is now. So he, he's doing good. He, he definitely has the look. He looks like a fucking psychopath. He looks like a Looney Tune. His eyes are all fucking weird and stuff. Uh, I thought the talking on Raw was a little premature. I thought they could have held out a little longer. I agree, but it wasn't terrible. But he didn't blow it. It was in one, two words. Right. It, it was, in my opinion, it was an unnecessary risk, but he didn't blow it. So I, all's good. I think I told you on the phone that. I would have chosen for him to speak for the first time down the road when he splits from them or whatever. You know, right, and he's finally hear him talk, and he cuts a promo on Bray Wyatt. Right, yeah, I agree. That would I think that would have been really cool. Um, but as long as they keep his talking to a minimum, uh, I think he'll be okay. Team PCB defeats uh, Team Bella and Team Bad uh, in the three-team elimination match. Uh, it, what it, it is what it is with the Divas Division, the Revolution. Girls, they did the Beat the Clock Challenge, and now the following, yeah, now Charlotte's the number one contender for the right Night of Champions. Nikki Bella. Now I've since heard. Now Rob told me last night. I don't know if this is true. I know you you you, uh, you read wrestling news and stuff a lot more often than I do, but that. Uh, according to storyline, Charlotte has requested that her title match be moved up. Yeah, I heard that to the day before uh, Nikki breaks the record. I think that's cool. I think that is cool. Interesting. Do you think she breaks the record? Or do you think Charlotte wins it before the day before? I think she breaks the record. Do you? Yeah. That's interesting. It could go either way. The screw job. Yeah. Yeah, she screws. She wins by like DQ or something, and that. Is this the first time you're talking during the show? I don't know. I asked him before what he thought of the show. He didn't really say much. Divas. Okay. They're hot. But, yeah, Charlotte's going to probably get screwed out, and they set up the match for the next week at... At Night of Champions. Night of Champions. And then she wins it, yeah. Yeah. You're making him uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, Who? Sasha. Sasha should get the belt. She will eventually. They'll all take a turn with it. No? Okay. Yeah. No, that was We're going to close out with her music. Tonight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that works for me. 
Um, so, but now tell me, did you hear this off on a little bit of a tangent? I heard a rumor that they were supposed to, they blew a spot, not blew a spot, but they blew, um, finish. Yeah. Well, that they were supposed to start breaking up and they didn't when PCB was on Ms. TV. Yeah. That they were supposed to break up or not, or start breaking up or tease it. Yeah. Whatever. Start laying the groundwork for a breakup, but they didn't. I mean, eventually they're going to have to fight each other. So. Kevin Owens defeats Cesaro. How was the match received in the Barclays Center? Oh, pretty good. It was a good match, right? Yeah. Yeah, we thought it was a good match. There was... What was it? There was a... There, oh, this was the night before. that when At TakeOver? Yeah, at TakeOver, at the main event. You know, like, have you ever been to a Ring of Honor show before? Me? Yeah. Uh, I was at a show where Ring of Honor wrestlers were, but not at a Ring of Honor show. Well, have you ever been to a Ring of Honor show? Yeah. Are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> in, Ring of, in Ring of Honor, they do the thing with the streamers where they throw the streamers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Well, somebody threw streamers like <laughs> I think when... Oh, we saw that. Yeah, it was just like one streamer. That it was, was one streamer, and those guys got kicked out. Did they really? Yeah, but then like... Like two minutes into the match, like you, if you heard people going nuts, it was them being brought back in. Oh, they let them back in. Yeah, oh, that's good. That was funny. Then during the Undertaker match, the next night, I was see. This is what happens when you go to these live events. You get distracted by people. Yeah, yeah. In the audience, and uh, there was there was some sort of altercation down below on the floor between fans. Yeah, like, they, they were fighting. What happens? But it looked like it was a guy and a girl. And the girl caused the issue, and the which caused the guy to get kicked out too. And he looked so pissed because it was <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. So, but it was a fight between two guys caused by a girl. No, I don't know what. I didn't see the altercation. I just saw security go down there, and then talk to the couple that was sitting next to them. Yikes! Like they were originally going to kick them out, and then they were pointing over to the, them next to them, and then that's the couple that got kicked out. And you see the the girl like getting up, and the guy did not want to get up. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, you need to break up with that girl. Yeah, if she costs you the main event at SummerSlam, what those seats must have cost? Yeah. Fuck that girl. You don't need her in your life. I would. <laughs> uh, but under good segue, Undertaker Brock Lesnar. Yeah. What did you think of the ending of this match? Nobody knew what the fuck was going on because we didn't see the tap out or anything. Yeah. We were like, uh, my that co- my that cousin, ending. Had to have been explained by the commentators, yeah. or you, you were—I imagine you were lost. My cousin was sitting in front of me at that point because the people in front of us left, so he sat in front of me to give us both more room. We were standing up at that point. Or we stood up when the bell rang. We're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Because we didn't see. It was just like out of the blue, nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody's looking around and stuff. The guys like, "What happened?" You know, he's confused. Um, Eastern was with too. What the guy next to us? No, the referee. Oh yeah, the guy who refed that match. Yeah. I was talking about the guy that was sitting next. To What's him. his name again, Mike? Charles Robinson. Charles, yeah. Charles Robinson, yeah. Yeah, who Buddy wouldn't come take a picture with me. He was at the Knights game that we went to. Oh really? And he's like, "Oh look, it's Charles Robinson." I was like, "Oh, let's go take a picture." No, I don't want to get up. <laughs> like, Are you serious? And he's like, "Yeah." He was, he was starstruck. Two minutes later, he went and got a pretzel. No, Buddy did? No, yeah. he went to get yogurt. Yogurt? What the fuck ever? Whatever. All the way across the state. He, he, he went to go eat something. You know Buddy doesn't eat pretzels anymore. Whatever, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, got a, I got a snow cone, remember? 
Yeah, I got a pretzel. It's delicious. Dude, do you have any idea how many times you've brought up that snow cone to me since you oh, went to that it game? Like it was the best snow cone of your life. When I asked you, I was like, is that snow cone good? You're like, it's alright. This is like, he has told me about the snow cone like half a dozen times. <laughs> Ever I since that I game. That snow cone machine. I have a snow cone machine. It's like actual it? snow. It's not like ice like a snow cone, it's like snow. I really hope like, the mic is getting that. Like, I really you know when it like snows outside, it's not like No, you lost me. Ice. Wait, did you say snow outside? You lost me. Yeah. So, it's this thing that traps a, a snowstorm Condi inside, yeah. Condensation. Inside of, inside of a <laughs> it freezes water? That's incredible. No, but like it's actual like... You know how like when you have snow you feel it? And then you take like a snow cone and it's like all ice? Are you on PCP right now? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? No, but like the snow cone, was, it's like snow. It's like it like dissolves in your mouth and like... It's all like soft. Dude. I told you, I have a snow cone machine at home. Remember the snow cone I got at July 4th? It was all ice. Yeah. It's not like it. No, because that's from the ice cream guy that yeah. drives up your block. Like, this snow cone is like, it's like snow. Like real snow. Dude, me... <laughs> I think what he's saying is it's shit. It's soft, ice. right. It's shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, it's not I know like you, real it. snow, because that's not fucking possible. <laughs> Wait, so which one do you have? I have the kind that'll shave the ice down. Yeah, like what you like. Alright, yeah, so I gotta hit you up. Wait, it, you got any flavors? We gotta get flavors. Alright, I'll get I don't think we have any left. My treat. I'll get the flavors. I would, I would come and bring a bag of ice, though. Alright, I'll get the cherry. Okay. I don't care what you do. Oh, you wanna do this tomorrow when you come over? Maybe. Alright. <sighs> I'm jelly. Anyway, let's, can we talk about... Oh, sorry, I was, thinking, I, was, I was thinking about snow cones. SummerSlam. Wait, we didn't finish talking about the well, main event yet. He was there though. Okay, go ahead. It's, it's the whole weekend. Well, the two days you were there, who got the biggest pop? <sighs> on camera and off camera. Just um, being he was there. there on, so oh yeah, he know. was on camera for you. Everyone, what? Well, because well, I know what he's. I know why he's I asking you. End zone, end zone cast got a huge pop. That's why he was asking. But new, <sighs> new day had good chance. They had good shit. Somebody got a really good pop that I was like, oh, wow. So, Rollins. Rock, people went crazy. It Rollins. sounded that way at home. Yeah. But, I mean, it, they opened the show with the the, uh, the NXT show that was going to be... Was that fun. happened on Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, the, the only way was to open with those guys. And the place went nuts. Yeah. And I sent you those videos, which I thought was really nice of me. And you're like... A shitty quality. I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> shitty quality. This is such a dick. Videos and see if you can see such a They're dick. crisp and clear on my phone. It's not my fault. Your phone's a piece of shit. Oh, uh, my phone's better. <laughs> such a dick. It's not for you to see. It's for you to listen to the pop. Because the whole time you're like, let me know about the pop and stuff. Yeah, well, I couldn't hear anything. It wasn't that clear. I appreciate the effort. No, ne fuck you, dude. Next time you gotta bring the podcast equipment with you to the show. No, I wanna show you how clear this video is on my phone. Here. Well, you saw how it sent over text to my phone. Here we go. I think there's someone outside. There's nobody outside. Tell me this is not a clear video. Wow, it looks ten times better on your phone than exactly. it does on his phone. Yeah, because your phone is a piece of shit. My phone is better than your phone. My phone's got a better camera. It's got better software, yeah. hard drive. Okay, everything. we just... 
proved it right now, dude. Maybe, it's different because anyway, it's being transmitted. It wasn't, it wasn't for you to see. It was for you to listen to. Yeah, I tried to listen to it. Okay, you know, never mind. I won't send you anything ever again. I was trying to be nice. I said... I took two seconds out of my life from enjoying this show to be like, you know what? I think Mike... Oh, uh, shut up. You shut up for a second. So Mike, I'll be like, you know what? I think Mike Sullivan would appreciate me sending him this video. You know, because he was asking about Enzo and Cass's pop. Let me take a couple of uh, quick videos really quick. I appreciate the effort. Now, fuck you, dude. I, I said it. I appreciate the effort. I just like, it just sucks that it wasn't transmitted properly. I'm, I'm not going to send you anything anymore. I'm just saying, when I saw it, I couldn't see or really hear anything. That's all I'm saying. All right, well, don't worry about it, because next now time... Now that I see it on your phone, it looks ten times better yeah. than how it showed up on mine. You're not getting anything next time, so... That's what I get for trying to be a, a nice friend. Can we move on? Can we can we talk about the match? I want to talk about the snow cone machine. Yeah. Real snow. Dude, what was funny to me about the ending of the pay-per-view was... And I, I think it was you. I'm joking. Because you, right. you, <laughs> you cracked me up. Mike cracked me up. Because the pay-per-view was over and we were still trying to figure out what the fuck happened. And Mike goes, so let me get this straight. The time, Wait, I should do my Mike impression. So let me get this straight. The timekeeper didn't see The Undertaker tap out. Or he did see The Undertaker tap out, but he didn't see Jon Stewart come in and hit John Cena with a chair. <laughs> Steven told me that. I thought that was an excellent point. Yeah, that was like one, of the, one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard you say. But it's true. The whole thing was so fucking sketchy, and it was very, very weird. <laughs> but um, did you see The Undertaker collapse on stage? Yes, I did. You did. Yeah, it was, on, uh, it was all over I YouTube after that. It was just part of it. I don't think it was for real. Yeah, I mean, it didn't make as many headlines the second time as it did at WrestleMania last year. On Raw, and he wasn't. Well, that's interesting. So maybe it did play a part. Who knows? It did take, like, five or six suplexes, so... Speaking of the Seth Rollins-John Cena thing, I didn't mention this before, or we may have skipped it, actually, by mistake. But anyway, uh, how much better would it have been if Ric Flair was the one that interfered instead of Jon Stewart? Yeah, so John Cena doesn't win the 16th championship. I mean, it Jesus, was, Mary and Joseph. It would have made more. It would have made more sense at the time. I mean, what? having John Stewart interfere to begin with didn't really make sense because he was feuding with Rollins. Right, but then he like explained himself on Raw, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I thought it would have been so much better if Ric Flair was protecting the record. Uh, yeah, to me that sounds better. I don't know. That, that's what I was expecting to happen. But and then when John Stewart came out, I was I was pretty I liked, taken back. I liked how that they finally were talking about that um, that that promo that John Cena cut about before, getting to the record. Well, yeah, before. it really made me interested in that match. Yeah, I mean, I was I was interested in the match anyway, but I I just thought it was really good. Um, yeah, but all in all, I thought it was a good pay per view. Me too. Night of Champions sure. looks like it might be all right. All I the titles are being defended. I am pumped for and I. I'm pumped that Sting's going to be fighting in a title match. Are you really? Yeah. I kind of hope he wins. It would be so dumb, but I kind of hope he does. Really? Because I think it would be fucking cool. I, Just as stupid as the Dudley boy I, I have a hard time believing that they're going to let Sting uh, hold the, world, the WWE world they're, title. They're not going to let him. But to me, as a fan, I think it would be cool to see. I Raw, This past week on Raw was not a good show, but it felt better because Sting and the Dudleys were on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just kind of felt like sharing that. So, where are we now? What's wrong with the Dudleys winning the tag titles? I mean, the New Day is the only team... 
They're the only team that's over right now. Yes. You have them get over and win the belts. If anything, you should have them the Dudley's debut when they didn't have the belts and have the New Day overcome them instead of now it looks like they're going to squash New Day. I don't think they will. I think I think this is going to be a drawn out thing. Like the old timers come back to put people over. Like if you're they right. Don't put New Day. Well, over, that's what they should do. So. But New Day was already over mm-hmm. yeah. before yeah. they got there. I think the Dudleys need to be there to help revitalize this tag team division. And I Which they should be doing so. with the other teams, not messing around with I agree. New Day. I agree. That was a good insight, Mike. Thanks. You're welcome. But all in all, I thought it was a good show. I still want to see the Dudleys when the Jaguars. Night of... Uh... So are we all going to watch Night of Champions together? No. Or are you, are you just going to go home and just be like... He's yeah. probably going to fucking be there. <laughs> Where is it? I don't know. It's in Saskatchewan or something. It's in Texas. It's in Texas. You're fucking going. He's gonna. He's going. He's gonna be there. Uh, no, I will not. I'm, not, I'm probably just gonna watch it at home. Nah, you should just come over. I don't, I don't want to. I have to work. I have to work the next day. I don't want to go anywhere. We all gotta work the next day. No, we don't all have to. I work. gotta go to school. <laughs> so yeah, that counts. Don't you go to internet school? No. No, he goes to actual school. You do? Yeah. What time's your class? Mondays. Uh. Here we go. Here we go. One o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, dude. But I gotta get up at like six o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays with us. Oh, okay. One o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm hard on Mike, the poor guy. Did he tell you about Jet Pizza? No. Oh, I'll have to tell okay. you off camera. Yeah, tell me. We're almost done, right? Or off mic. I said off camera like we're being recorded. Maybe we are. So that's... Uh, we are being vocally recorded, not video. Not videotaped, yeah. Uh, so that's SummerSlam in a nutshell, Night of Champions. Seth Rollins is going to defend against John Cena, right? The United States Championship. Can I, can I just say I loved his all-white outfit? Yeah, it, was awesome. it was pretty cool. Look at it, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Go ahead. He, I, honestly, I was making jokes when we were watching it at the FOP. I was making jokes that he looked like one of those uh, Elvis impersonators from the State Farm commercial. <laughs> State Farm is there. Yeah, that's what he looked like to me. But no, it was it was good. It was good. Really, imp- I really enjoyed that match a lot. The Seth Rollins John yeah. Cena match. I thought it was really I, good. Yeah, I enjoyed the whole the whole weekend. It was good. Uh, anything else you wanted to cover? No. SummerSlam, Fear the Walking Dead, comic book movies. No. Couple of little comic book notes I thought I'd be mentioning for those of you out there that that read comic books actively. Marvel's rebooting their universe like DC did in 2011 with the New 52 starting next month. Uh, they're doing all new titles, all going back to all number ones, including Spider-Man and the Vision and um, all that, all that jazz. If uh, if that's your cup of tea, uh, we're gonna get into. I'm gonna catch up on Batman, and I think in the next episode we're gonna talk about how Endgame ended. But do yourself a favor, if you are, even if you're not a comic book reader, do yourself a favor. It's gonna come out in paperback, uh, uh, hardcover and paperback graphic novel uh, in two weeks. Uh, I believe it's September 17th, whatever that Tuesday is, Endgame is going to come out. Pick that book up. It is so good. It is probably one of the better Joker stories. Scott Snyder's been writing Batman for th- for four years now and has told two of the most epic Joker stories ever told in the 75 years of the character. Uh, pick it up. It's, it's very, very, very fucking good. Um, but other than that, I think that's going to wrap up the show. What do you think? That's it. All right. I'm going to remind you guys how to get at us uh, on Instagram. We're at John and Steve show. Yeah, I actually, hold on. I got to look up because I changed everything. 
while we were um, well on Twitter, you can find me at Steve underscore Hackett underscore five. You can find John at J O N T three twenty. Mike, where you at? Nowhere. You're not on the Twitter. No. You just don't want to put your well, shit I out there. Twitter, but I don't use it. Okay. We are on Instagram and Twitter at John underscore Steve underscore Show. Gotcha. Okay. Heard that email address. Our email address is johnsteveshow at gmail.com. All right. Get at us. No spaces, just John Steve Show. John Steve Show. No spaces, no breaths. All right, guys. As always, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for downloading. We'll get back at you next week with uh, more movie news, more wrestling news. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, for, for following us through the transition, man. We appreciate it, and we hope this one is just as if not more successful than our last endeavor. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Run for border. Sitting high on my own gold throne Never listening to criticism I build my own